following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. A mother is she who could take the place of all others, but whose place no one else can take. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Get In Loser, we're starting a podcast. I'm Chop. And I'm Cheetah. And this week, we're joined by a very special guest, someone that I was very excited to have on for the first time ever, my mama. Hello everyone, I'm Sean's mama. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, with Mother's Day being on Sunday, we figured, you know, why not mom's first episode on here be one about Mother's Day, so... You know, her being uh, the mom that she is and being more prepared than me and Drew both were for our own episode. That's a sad she's gonna uh, She's going to start us off by giving us a little history of Mother's Day, the holiday. So, Mom, take us away. Well, before I go into the history of Mother's Day, I just want to kind of um, dedicate this to my mother. Because without my mother, I wouldn't be the mother that I am today. My mother was a very strong, caring, loving wonderful person and we tragically lost her in February so this Mother's Day is very hard it's always a hard holiday for me because of other reasons but it just added a little more stress to it this year and I was talking to my son and I said hey what do you think about doing a Mother's Day special so that gave me something to focus on on Mother's Day instead of focusing on the fact that it was a very hard day for me so, and thanks to my sons, I had a wonderful Mother's Day. Yeah, so we delivered. They delivered. It was a very good Mother's Day. So, now to tell you about Mother's Day. Wait, um, wait, wait. She called me your son, too? No, she's talking about my brother. Whatever. Stay over there in your corner of shame. You're not my son, Andrew. I have two sons. That's it. Hey, Chavachina is one of your no. sons. <laughs> now shut up. You shut up. <laughs> This is going to be fun. We're supposed to be talking about mothers and how wonderful they are, and you guys two are fighting. (laughs) Wonderful. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to give you a little background on Mother's Day. Um, There's celebrations of Mother's Day that are, you know, respected all over the world. They don't always fall on the same day as our Mother's Day. Um, The United Kingdom has their own um, celebration day. And it's usually during their Lent time. And what their tradition is, is how their Mother's Day began and how their tradition for Mother's Day is the children in the United Kingdom would go off to work and then they would come back to their mother church and spend time with their mother. And it usually happened during Lent. So they were fasting. So the tradition was that they would come and they would get together and go to church in their mother church, which is where they were born. That's the church they went to when they were kids. And they would have this big feast because you were fasting. So in this point and this day, you were allowed to eat. So that's how they celebrated Mother's Day in the United Kingdom. Um, 
Mother's Day here in the United States started um, with a lady called Anne Reeves Jarvis. Um, she sell, she started the holiday of Mother's Day because she had like a memorial service honoring her mother at her mother's church. And from there, it became like, you know, a tradition, something she did every year in honor of her mother. So it kind of took off from there. And the United States decided they wanted to make it a national holiday. She was like, oh, awesome. I like that idea to make a national holiday. Well, she liked the idea until it became very commercialized with having to give your mother's cards and gifts and flowers. She said the whole purpose of her Mother's Day was to honor her mother, not to honor the companies that are, you know, selling this stuff to honor their mothers. And as my son Sean can attest to, I'm not one of them people. It means more to me if they write a, write me a letter, write me a note, if they make me something. That means more to me than them going out and spending a ton of money because to me that means they put thought into it. It wasn't just... Oh, here we go. Here's Mother's Day gift. Let's get her for her. And, you know, we're going to talk a little more later about some of the Mother's Days that we've had together. But Sean can mm. Sean can tell you that <laughs> I am like that as a mother, right? She is. She is. I enjoy more the just the getting together and spending time with each other than getting a bunch of gifts or getting cards because I just love being around my boys and I and this uh, that's the true tradition of Mother's Day uh, so I carry that because that's how my mother carried it yeah you you were saying about uh, Anna Drivers it was the Andrew Methodist Catholic Church in uh, Grifton West Virginia in 1907 yep yep it was it was celebrated the first time in 1907 and um well actually when I did research on there there was two different dates it said 1907 and 1908 but when I did more research, I found out it was actually 1907. So I don't know where 1908 came from. No, 1908 came from the president. He made it officially on 1908. No, uh, well, that's not what I found. I found the that they said the 14th, um, in 19 in the uh, 1914 is when they made an official holiday. That's what I found. Let me look it up. Oh uh, boy. The meeting of the minds over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, it says here she turned it into a national holiday May uh, in May 8, 1908, which was the first official Mother's Day, and it became a national holiday. Her persistence paid off in 1914 when President, um, I think it was Woodrow, uh, signed it as a, a national holiday, as the second Sunday in May as Mother's Day. Yeah, Woodrow. I'm not positive on that. We can double check that, but I think it, I remember, I believe reading something about Woodrow was the one that um, made an official holiday. But Ann Jarvis was not happy with the way Mother's Day became. She decreed Mother's Day at one point because... It became too commercialized, and it wasn't what she wanted it to be about. So until her death, she fought to have Mother's Day removed from the national calendar. 
I don't blame her, man. She didn't want it. I don't blame her. I feel like they do that with, uh, that has become the norm for a lot of uh, the holidays these days. Now it's very centered on, you know, the material part of it all. But with us growing up, you know, the presents and shit were always great. But my favorite part about the holidays was just being able to see everybody, you know, being able to see the family that I don't get to see all year round. That was the best part of it for me. So, you know. And and that's what, honestly, what most holidays are supposed to be about, you know. But big business comes in and, you know, commercializes everything and it makes it not so great anymore. Oh, yeah. We all know where I stand at big business. Yeah, well, I'm right there with you, too. Yeah, you hear that back in <laughs> yeah, it's like I don't like Valentine's Day for the for the damn market. It's a market ass holiday. Yeah, I'm start I'm start I'm start feeling that like for Christmas now. Christmas yes. is not the same. And like sweetest day. The fuck is sweetest day? You have Valentine's Day. Why do you need a sweetest day? Oh, because they want to sell cards. Exactly. They want to sell flowers. It's all Big about business. putting money back in their pocket. You know, like if you don't buy your your loved one. Something on Sweetest Day and Valentine's Day, you don't really love her. That's not true. You know, that's completely not a good, you know, good way to think of things. Well, if anybody ever needed a reason of why me and Chop are both single, there's your reason right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, or, or my date girl, we break up with her. Right yeah. before Valentine's Day, so you don't have to buy her a gift. Hey man, Sean, I raised you better than I'm that. not saying I've ever done it, but <laughs> sometimes it happens like that. But it got to be. Yeah, well, and also in my research, um, Mother's Day goes as far back as the Greeks. I did tell that. Um, and the Romans, who held festivals in honor of the mother goddess Rhea and Cybele. But the dearest modern, but the clearest modern. Um, precedent for Mother's Day is an early Christian festival known as Mothering Sunday. That was where I was talking about going back to the mm. church. Mothering Sunday. And it's usually during Lent, you know. That's pretty cool. And that's usually celebrated in the United Kingdom in Europe, which falls on the fourth Sunday in Lent and was originally seen as a time when the faithful would return to the Mother Church, the main church in the vicinity of their home, for a special service. So mm. it, it basically, to them, it was like coming back to your roots. Coming back to where you learned how to be who you are. I get that. Which I think is a great thing. You know, I like that idea. I definitely I could get that for sure. Um, and then it also in other places there's it says that um, while versions of Mother's Days are celebrated world, worldwide, traditions vary depending on the country. In Thailand, for example, Mother's Day is always celebrated in August on the birth of the current queen, Surakit. So in Thailand, Sarah Kit is considered like their mother, so they celebrate it on her birthday, which is pretty bizarre. Um, another alternate observa- um, observance of Mother Days can be found in Utopia, where families gather each fall to sp- sing songs and eat a large feast as part of a angel shot. I don't know what it is. I'm sorry. A multi-day celebration honoring motherhood. And Mother's Day has also been um, been a date for people to launch things, you know, feminist groups and women trying to get more freedoms and that they've used Mother's Day as a 
tool to help them establish, you know, more things that in equal rights and being able to vote and stuff like that. So, I mean, if you think about it, Mother's Day is a very important day in history. It's not just about your mom, but it's important about it's important to know that there's so many different traditions in, of this holiday, and it's all part of your history. There's so many things that were started because of Mother's Day that were, you know, like the feminist movement and women getting more rights. Mother's Day was used to, you know, push them things ahead. So in a way, it's kind of a good thing, Mother's Day, you know, for stuff like that. But then there's some things that Mother's Day was used for that I don't really agree with, and I'm not going to go into those because I don't agree with them, so I'm not going to give them the credit or the time. Agreed. So, you know. So, I mean, there's not a whole ton you could talk about Mother's Day, it's, but. Well, I got uh, I got a little piece of information here, a little interesting bit that I just found while you guys were talking. Uh, in medieval times, apprentices and servants would be given Mothering Sunday off to return, return home to their mothers, too. They would take a special Mother's Day cake known as a simnel cake. This was a rich fruit mixture of layers of almond paste in the middle and on top and decorated with 11 marzipan balls that represent the apostles of Jesus minus Judas Iscariot. Uh, Mother's Day celebrations declined in popularity in the 1900s but was rejuvenated by the efforts of, like my mom said, an American woman named Anna Jarvis in the 20th century. <laughs> and you're right. It was President Woodrow. I thought I read it was Woodrow. Yeah, it was President Woodrow. So that's pretty cool. Like my, like my mom was saying, you know, a lot of people, you know, it means different things to a lot of different people. A lot of its origins, you know, you can't really pinpoint its origins because so many people celebrate it differently and it's different thing to a lot of different people so that's pretty cool you know and it's and it's not always celebrated like in the united states it's celebrated on the second um sunday of may so it doesn't always fall on the same day because it's the second sunday in may so it just depends on how the calendar goes where some people don't even you know celebrate it in march some people celebrate it in august like we discussed so it's kind of you know it's kind of all over the place and um for those of you who weren't lucky enough to have a mother who was a good mother, I send out lots of props to you for, you know, if you're doing great in your life and you're doing, you know, you got positive things going on, I send a lot of props to you because sometimes it's very hard to be successful when, you know, your mom isn't there to support you and push you and tell you she's proud of you, you know? Because that was one thing my mom always did for me. Yeah, and I mean, not to, not to like, put my mom on the spot here or anything. I, you know, I don't want to make her, I don't want to make her blush right now on the pod, but, you know, <laughs> as far as it goes as of uh, supporting moms, you know? I mean, I know everybody says this, but I think I might have gotten the best one. Because even before... Me and Chop even bought equipment for the podcast just back when it was still just an idea. My mom hyped it up every step of the way. She's like, if you want to do it, do it. I think you'd be great at it. And now we did it. Now look at us. We're great at it. You know, my, my mom just knows things, man. 
And most recently, you think when you get older, moms stop pulling off miracles? They don't. <laughs> nope. Because I'm 31. And my mom just brought like four movies back into my life that I thought I'd never see again. She found them like it was nothing. She used her mom magic. So that I mean, is a thing, people. Mom I, magic I, Trust is me, a it thing. is. <laughs> and, you know, just to, uh, I know my mom won't brag about herself, so just to brag about her a little bit more, <clears throat> you know, uh, me and my brother never really, we didn't make it, you know, super easy on her growing up. I mean, we didn't get into, like, anything too bad, but, you know, we're, we're two boys, you know? She had two young boys, of course. We're going to give her those moments where she's like, you know, where she wants to kill us, but... If anybody else killed us, she'd kill them. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, as far as, you know, getting lucky in the mom department, I think we, uh, me and my brother could agree that we we both hit the jackpot for sure. I, I think you guys, honestly, I think you guys got lucky in both situations. You got a great mom, as you said, and um, you also had... A great grandmother, and Sean, you not only had one great grandmother, you had two. I did, and in that's fact. that's um that's hard to come by. And I just like to you know give a shout out to my mom, Mary Donahue. We love you, miss you, and I thank you for all the things you did for me. Because without your encouragement, like you gave me, I would never have been able to encourage my children like I have because I learned how to be a mother from the best mother there was. Yeah, and you know, just to uh, anybody who's listening to this podcast since day one knows that we're, uh, we don't shy away from the personal stuff. So, you know, just to get a little personal with you guys because this is a Mother's Day episode. Somebody out there? Oh. Well, just to get a little personal with you guys. Since it's a Mother's Day episode, you know. Uh, I, I had, uh, growing up, I had a little bit of trouble, you know, growing up. Like, not, like, getting in trouble. More of, like, you know, trouble in, like, school because I have a learning disability. And uh, I have ADHD, which, as a kid, was a lot more severe than it is now. Now I've been able to, I'm able to control it. It's, like, my superpower now. <laughs> but back then, it was, like, a curse. So, you know, I went, I went through a lot of, uh... I went through a lot of up and down, ups and downs in school, and you know, I and without my mom being there, I don't think you know I would have made it. I th- I don't think I would have even graduated high school. I probably would have given up first chance I could because, I mean, it wasn't just that like I didn't want to be in school; it's that I wasn't always granted with the best educators around me that made me want to be in school. So if it wasn't for my mom literally walking into my school all the time and ripping me out of class, you know, telling them that, you know, I'm not going to let you treat my my son the way you are. You know, I don't think I would have made it to my graduation in high school. She did a lot for me then. She still does a lot for me now. Uh, And I know anybody else who has a mother that they love as much as I love my mom. You know, we all say that there's not enough money in the world or enough anything in the world that we could ever give them to pay them back. But from my experience, I think the best thing you could do for your parents, man, is just, you know, just live. Just live your life, man. Chase your dreams. Because by you chasing your dreams, that makes them, that gives them the okay that, you know, they did a good job. So, you know. 
Honestly, he's right, right on that. I tell him all the time, you know, if you're happy, Sean, I'm happy. Because that's all parents ever really want, is the children to be happy in whatever they're doing. You know, obviously, they don't want to see them living on the street on drugs or anything, but, you know, they want to see them having a good life and being happy in their life, you know. Because yeah. then that's, an, that's an, an honor on them. Like, I'm going to tell you something that made me very proud to be Sean's mom that happened on this podcast, or it had to do with this podcast. I know Sean has talked about mental health issues on here, and I'm glad he's opened up about that and, you know, realizes that there is too much of a stigma and people need to talk about it. So I condole, I condole my condolences to him for, you know, doing that episode and he always used to say stuff like this to me, you know, if ever I did anything and it helped one person or made a difference, it would always make, it would mean so much to me. And I read a comment on the podcast one time and said that uh, my son, you know, podcast gave this person an outlet like he felt like he could call Sean in his time of need, and he praised Sean for being there for him and telling him that, you know, I'm so glad you're doing this. You really helped me. I don't know where, if I, how I would have made it through if you weren't available to help me out. And when I read that comment, you know how the Grinch says in the movie, the Grinch just says his heart grew two sizes that day? Well, that's how my heart grew. Like, Wait, I, how does the heart grow three sizes? Shut up, Drew. We're having a moment. <laughs> I know, Drew. You, okay, I screwed up. It was three sizes, but whatever. My heart grew very large. It was so big, it, I was afraid it was going to bust through my chest because I was so proud that I was his mom. Next time we're doing this episode, just me and you, hey? Chop ruins it. It ruins the moment. <laughs> Chop's not ruining the moment. Yeah, you are. You couldn't just let my mom talk, man. I was enjoying it. I was love. I was enjoying the attention, man, and the, the praise over here. I, I was can, feeling good. I give you no praise over here. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. Only when people aren't around. Ooh, that's a lie. <laughs> but anyways, you know, I don't want to get too deep in anything and start, you know, having everybody cry in here because, you know, my words are that powerful. Not that I'm tooting my own horn or anything, but. <laughs> I've been known to make a lot of people cry with the stuff I say, so we don't want to do that, not today, but, you know, before we get into everything else, I just want to say, you know, Mom, I love you. I'm happy you're here. I'm happy you helped us get here. We're almost at 50 episodes. I can't believe it. This 45. is huge. 45. Today's yeah. 45. This is huge, and I, I don't think I would have even had the courage to start this thing if you weren't. You know, behind me, backing me up every step of the way. And I mean, it's, I know it seems like, you know, I know a lot of people might say, oh, you know, that's not nothing too crazy for a mom to support. But listen, I literally, I dress up in all American gear on the 4th of July. My mom stands next to me proudly, okay? That's a true mom right there, all right? I dressed up as Cousin Eddie for Christmas and she loved every second of it. That's a mom right there, all right? So don't think she's just hyping up the good stuff. She hypes me up on everything. Even when I told her I was going to start a TV show about my Mr. America persona, she was the first one to hype me up on it. Dude, we're still talking That's about that. That's a mom right there, man. We're still talking about that TV show as we speak. 
Yeah. Well, well, you know, he's praising me so much, but I can't really take all the credit for that because, like I said, I'm the mom that I am because I was raised by my mom, who was a great mom, and supported us in everything we did. No matter how crazy it was, you know, no matter what we wanted to do, except for when I tried to tell my sister. That's the only time she didn't support me and my decisions. But besides that, she always supported me and my decisions and everything I wanted to do, no matter how crazy it was or how insane she thought it was. As long as it didn't involve me going to jail, you know, jumping over the Grand Island Bridge or the falls, have at it. I'll support you. Have fun, you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, it can't be, it can't be said enough on this podcast that uh, you know. My obviously, you guys know. I told the group when uh, about my grandmother. You know, everybody was super cool about letting us take a week off to, you know, just get our heads straight. So I mean, I really appreciate you guys for that. But it can't be said enough on this podcast that. You know, my grandmother was the best. She was literally the best. I mean, I was, I don't think I've ever, you know, not taken away from my relationship with my other grandmother because my relationship with her was a completely different thing. But, you know, I don't think, I think it's unheard of, like, the way that I clicked with my grandmother, you know, my mom's mother. I think I think it's very, very rare the way me and her clicked with each other, you know. We were very close. My entire life, you know, all the way up until the end. And, you know, she was just, I don't think I could ever say it enough on here that I'm thankful for her every day. And, you know, not only her, but I was blessed with a lot of amazing women in my life that have all been like mother figures to me. And, you know, I don't think I could be here right now without any of them. So, you know, shout out to them. Shout out to my grandma in heaven. I love you. I miss you every day. You know. Tell my other grandma and grandpa that I miss them. I love them. I hope you guys are partying it up up there. Exactly. Shout out to all those mothers that support their children and whatever crazy ideas they have. And just like when, um, like Sean said, that I'm one of the mothers who just stands by. And no matter what he's doing, I uh, support him. Me and Sean spend a lot of time together, you know. Because I don't really like to go shopping by myself. He don't like to go shopping by himself. So we shop together. And he'll be standing my, by my car just dancing. He'll be in my car dancing. I saw videos. Or screaming at the top of his lungs, you know, to some song or whatever. And he looks over at me, and I just look at him, and I smile, and I laugh. And he goes, you don't think I'm crazy? I go, hey, if you're, you know, you're enjoying yourself, whatever, I don't care. He goes, well, people are going to think you're nuts, you know, see me. They're going to be like, look at that nut in the car. I go, well, you know, whatever. They're not important. If I don't care, why should you care what anybody else thinks? And I just, you know, I just let him do his thing. Hey, Cheetah, you know what, you know what segment this is now? Chop's favorite segment, Facts Times. I mean, you could have you transitioned to that a little bit better, I believe, hey, I hey, think, but... but, but. We're working on it. You didn't have to, like, you know, cut my mom off right at the end. As soon as her sentence ended, could just give it a little grace period. But you know, we're teaching you. We're 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 trying to learn, trying to get you some learn some manners on here. You're getting better. <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot out a couple of facts right now. And oh my god! 
Mother's Day isn't always on the same day of the year. Most, uh, most calls are made on Mother's Day than other day of the year. Mother's Day is the third high, highest sell, selling holiday for flowers and plant planters. One of the earliest Mother's Day celebrations was in Athens, Greece, as we talked about earlier. Normally, Mother's Day is the busiest day of the year for restaurants. As I was saying, when he said the highest sales on flowers, as I was saying, that was what <clears throat> the lady, you know, her, I, I'm sorry, I'm, I, it's been a rough weekend, I, I can't remember her name. Oh, duh, I should be able to remember her name, it's the same as mine. Well, her first name, Ann Reeves Jarvis said... It wasn't meant this holiday she started was in memorial for her mother. It wasn't meant to become a big commercialized money-making business. And Andrew, as he just said in the facts that he just read, that it's makes the most money in flowers. Flower shops make the most money on Mother's Day, you know, and restaurants. Because everybody, which is funny, it cracks me up because... Mothers usually are always the ones that are cooking. So so you take mom out to dinner so she doesn't have to cook on Mother's Day. But on Father's Day, it's most traditions, or at least in my family is, on Father's Day, all the fathers cook and the mothers relax. Because you know why? <laughs> on Father's Day, because you got... The the uh, the guys just run the grills like, hey, I cooked it better than you guys. Father's Day, dads love the spotlight. Okay, I could speak from experience because my dad loves the spotlight. <laughs> so you know, giving those guys a whole day where they're able to cook for everyone, they love it. That's they eat that shit up, man. Especially they're with in the, their heaven right there. Especially, especially with, in our family. Especially with the white New Balance. They all they the all race shorts. to be the ones who cook. Yo, and as soon as the cook walks away from the grill, they're like, hey, you want me to check on that for you? You want me to, you want me to do that for you? I can do that. I got that for you. I'm not one of those guys. I tried to cook one year, and it did not work at <laughs> all. So I'll stay in my, I'll stay in my lane. Uh, yo, you know uh, another interesting fact about Mother's Day? Uh, NASCAR drivers do not race on, uh, on Mother's Day because they usually take the day off for, for the mothers and that. Of course, because God forbid if there was an accident on Mother's Day and... A mother had to deal with her child being killed in a car- in a race on Mother's Day. Oh boy! Yeah, that, no, yeah, and um, I'm getting back to my little fact sheet. As of tw- as of 2014, there were 43.5 million mothers in the states. How many millions of mothers? 43.5 million. That's a lot of mothers. Hmm. <laughs> Between the ages. Between See, the ages of 15 and 50. I'm sorry to cut you off, Andrew. Like, right now, my son is dancing in the studio. <laughs> because I don't ever put him down for anything he does, so he just does it whenever he feels like it. <laughs> uh, um, pretty much the, Latin, the next few facts are about Anna Jarvis, Anna Jarvis, Wilson, Wilson. But um, 2018... Over $23 billion was spent on Mother's Day. An average of spent $180 on gifts for their for their mothers. 
nationwide total of 4.6 billion was spent on jewelry, 4.4 billion was spent on dinner or brunches. Wow. The most popular gift for Mother's Day is uh, is the greeting card. The greeting card. Uh, yeah, cor- well, see, more facts that show how commercialized Mother's Day became. Uh, you know? Of course, Mother's Day is celebrated around the world. Oh, the next one is 36% of Americans plan to buy their mother jewelry. However, flowers still remain the most popular gift of option, with 69% of Americans out go for pl- flower presents. Why not give mom both? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not giving my mom both. <laughs> Drew, have you ever given your mom a gift that you didn't buy? Something that you just, like, made yourself? Yeah, when I was in elementary school. What'd you give her? You give the tea bag set with your name, your little picture in the tea. That. I gave my mom a written note though. It was I one so good that she framed it. No big deal. <laughs> Balls in your court, Scotty. Just saying. <laughs> Balls in your court, Scotty. I did. I did. Uh, he said to me, he goes, "Mom, I really didn't have a lot of money um, this year for um, for Mother's Day, but I know you always told me it's not about." What we spend, it's about what kind of thought we put into it. So he said, I thought I would uh, write you a Mother's Day, you know, a Mother's Day letter. And to say I cried a lot, (laughs) yes, I did cry a lot. It was very beautiful, and I wanted to honor it, so I did hang it on my wall. But what did I do a couple years ago for you guys on Mother's Day? Mm Mm-hmm. What'd you do first? Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh. Actually, it didn't mean as much to you guys as it meant to me. It did. I just can't remember. I can't I got remember. A very I, tiny brain. I can't remember over here. A couple I of years um, ago. I wanted to do something a little different on Mother's Day, and I decided because I love the fact that Sean wrote me a note on Mother's a letter. On oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I, I wrote remember this. Note. Each one of my boys a personal letter to them. Yep, yep. I remember this for note. Mother's Day. Yep. Okay, I remember this now. Yo, Cheetah, if I had to write your letter, a personal letter, I'd be like, Dear Cheetah, I fucking hate you. I'll push you down the elevator shaft, but I'll come pick you up. P.S. Love Chop. <laughs> Why would you say P.S. to sign the letter? <laughs> Why didn't you just say Love Chop? Oh, I, gotta be, I could be unique about that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah, how, are you going to hit us for the 100 facts, man, or can we start talking about our own personal Mother's Days? Yeah. Like our Mother's Day celebrations right, as I Griswolds. Get, oh, dude, dude, I remember that was, um, all right, we're going to talk about, we're gonna talk about the, uh, the, the, bad, the good, the bad, and the ugly on Mother's Days. <laughs> oh, good, perfect. I got one to start right off, the bad. <laughs> oh, God, literally the only he, Mother's I Day. I know what he's going to talk Literally about. the only Mother's Day I can remember because it's the one that's still haunts me and makes me angry to this day. Literally, I mean, it wasn't a perfect day out. You know, it was kind of muggy and rainy. Always like but shit. it was perfect for being out there and just kicking the ball around with your cousins, man. Having the time of your life, getting covered in mud, getting yelled at. Everyone was having fun. Except for Sean. Because I was stuck in a fucking sleeping bag because I had pneumonia. 
literally couldn't do anything. My mom had to sit with me by the fireplace wrapped in a sleeping bag because I had pneumonia the entire day. Man, the I entire gotta, time we were down there. I got yelled up because of that. I know, because you kept trying to mess with me. <laughs> literally the only Mother's Day celebration I remember is my least favorite one. Pissed me off. Stupid <laughs> pneumonia. Yo, I think... I definitely liked our tradition when we went to Allegheny. Played the, the best, dude. No, like for the day trip, it was the annual, uh, see these old guys trying to play football. And that was the best, bro. Okay, there's like a goal for her right there. Somebody almost hit that. <laughs> yeah, it was, I used to love going down there for Mother's Day. Yeah, I, me- I remember when we used to do Mother's Day, it was like, uh, at one time it was four generations of family down there. That's when it was the best. And, it was uh, and honestly, every Mother's Day, we went down to Allegheny. It was either raining, it was cold, or it was just plain nasty. It was just always, always, always like a horrible day. But we always had a great time. Always. Had always so had a great fun. time. We always made our own fun. We always had a great time. And I remember my grandmother passed away which would have been Sean and Andrew's great-grandmother. When she passed away, we went down the following year and continued the tradition to honor her. And that day was the most beautiful I remember that. Mother's Day we ever had. Yeah, that was awesome. And guess what? That was the only well, good Mother's Day we had uh, as far as weather. And you'd think any other sensible family, you know, you go down there a couple years in a row and the weather's shitty. Any other family with some sense would be like, you know what? Maybe we should stop coming down here for Mother's Day. Nope, not us. We continued doing it for years. <laughs> Literally for years. Just but, kept going every time. But did you ever not enjoy it oh, except no, for the I one time it. you were stuck in the sleeping I bag? I loved it every time. We'd always go and I'd be like, I don't want to fucking run. It's so rainy and shitty out. And then we'd get down there and I'd be like, I don't want to go home. I'm having so much fun right now. Yeah. It's the best. It you know, was always a good time. You know, I think my favorite one was... uh. That group photo in the cabin. Oh, yeah. Doesn't somebody have that photo? I have that photo. Oh, do you? Yeah. Yep. I, I could have swore i just seen it. Now. Because you know why? Because your boy Cruz is in there uh-huh. in the front. Uh-huh. And that's when your cousin, when your Aunt Shelly was here. I can't remember that picture. Yeah. I got to look at it again. Yeah, Aunt Shelly. Yep. Your Aunt Shelly was here. I remember that. Yeah. it was. That was the best, too, when... When you'd like expect to see like the regular people down there, but then you get down there and be more people than you expected, which was awesome. Actually, you know what I do remember? I just thought of what I do remember a Mother's Day now. Or maybe it wasn't a Mother's Day. Maybe we just went down there for a day trip or something. I don't know. But I remember going down to Allegheny one time and I was riding with JC in his car. And I remember having literally the worst time of my entire life because <laughs> he would not stop playing the Little Shop of Horrors cassette. On repeat, and it literally drove me insane. I couldn't, I couldn't take it. It was driving me crazy. But yeah, man. I mean, Mother's Day down in Allegheny was awesome. I remember when we go down there, we'd go down to the swings. And I remember we'd all used to try and swing up and jump off super high. I remember that. It was awesome. Those were the best times, man. One of the, you guys are really young. One of the worst times I remember being down in Allegheny. I, I, pretty sure it was a Mother's Day. But I'm not positive. My sister's highly allergic to bees. And she got stung down there. And we had to take her to Salamanca Hospital. And we tease my dad all the time about driving like Mario Andretti. 
you know, like a crazy race car driver, <laughs> like he's on a racetrack or something. But in this instance, it was very good that he drove like a race car driver because he saved my sister's life getting her to the hospital in time, you know, to counteract the sting that she had. But Allegheny was our spot, and we had so many great memories in Allegheny. And I remember that time you were talking about, Andrew, where we took all took the photo together. I remember your father and Lori were down there, too. And she had that little yapper dog. She still got That dog calmed down so much now. Oh, my God. I remember your father was trying to feed it, and the dog is biting him every time. I'm like, why do you hand feed that dog if he bites you every time? He goes, because that's the only way he'll eat. I'm like, that dog would be gone. I love dogs. I am a dog maniac. But if I have to hand feed this dog and every time I hand feed him, he's going to bite me? Uh Uh-uh. That don't fly with me. You don't bite the hand that feeds you. (laughs) So that was a pretty crazy time. (coughs) Yeah, we had fun down there, man. I I love that place. We used to go into pavilions all the time, and then it got to be you had to rent the pavilion. Like, we used to leave. Remember, we used to leave at like 6 o'clock in the morning. So we could get there early to be one of the first people to get the pavilions. Oh, yeah. And we'd always get the same pavilion all the time. But then there was times it was so cold. I mean, just so cold that my mom and dad, being some of the greatest parents in the world, rent, went and rented a cabin so we could all hang out in the cabin instead of being out in the elements all day and freezing. And them were some of the great times I had, you know, um, in Allegheny. Come on, man. Come on. What? Yo, um, anyway, uh, I remember a time where, uh, I got out of school. I come to so I got sent by a bee. Hello? Yeah. And uh, it was, she got me out of school. Hello? Because they didn't know what to do. Like, oh, I don't know if you're allergic. Uh, call my mom. I can, let me get out of school. <laughs> Talking guy. Like yeah, uh, yeah, my mom supported my habits sometimes when I was down in Georgia. I'm sorry, guys. Um, my, my husband's in the Philippines, and he's trying to video chat me. And I'm trying to get rid of it, so I apologize if you can hear that clicking. Clicking. <laughs> that beeping sound from the... That's okay. Who cares? <laughs> it's, a well. it's, not, it's not like... It's not like um, what What guess was it? We, we made like an annoying noise. Was it Kathleen? I don't know. It might have been. Or we were going... Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was Kathleen. <laughs> All right. Um, All right. Drew, come on, bro. Oh my God. Come on, bro. Are you fucking Bro. Yo, this episode's cursed, bro. I'm telling you. Yo, it's the ghost. Yo, it's the ghost, Yo. man. Yo. Bro, what the fuck? Matt, we gotta do this. We gotta, we gotta get holy water in this motherfucker today. Um, dude, are we gonna. Oh, you wanna do. Are, are we gonna do like. We're uh, getting close to the end. You wanna switch over now and. You want to finish us out with talking about TV moms? Yeah, best and the worst TV moms. We yeah, we just finish. We just do this as our our ending. All right, let me, let me just go. 
All right, well, you go ahead and get your shit together real quick. All right, before you do that, I'm just going to just lay down a couple more. Oh, my God. A couple more tidbit facts. There are roughly 82 million moms in the USA, more than 2 billion worldwide. Approximately 4.3 babies are born each second. About 2% of these mothers are adopted. Have adopted? Can't read that word. The average mother will will have changed approximately 7,300 diapers by the time her baby reaches the age of two. The longest pregnancy ever lasted 375 days, nearly 100 days longer than a normal pregnancy. What the? The heaviest human baby was born to uh, somewhere in Italy, September 1955. Her son weighed 22 pounds and 8 ounces. Yo, that's baby here right there. (laughs) That's not a baby. That's a child. (laughs) (laughs) That's a child. You want to talk? I, I'll tell you what a baby is. Um, Sean over here. <laughs> I've heard this story a hundred times, but I'll never stop hearing this story. Over a month, over you know, over a month early, they're telling me this child's going to be two pounds, three pounds. Probably going to have to go to children's. You know, blah 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 blah. They're giving me this whole spiel, scaring the hell out of me. Well, Sean decided. <laughs> He wanted to ruin me and my husband's anniversary (laughs) and come on that day. Now, this would have been way, way too early. And the doctor's like, well, you know, he's already too early, so we got to try to keep him in there. We got to try to keep him from coming out at least another week. So for that whole week, I walked around doing my normal things every day. I'm standing in the grocery store, getting contractions every five minutes, doing my breathing. These people in line are looking at me like I'm insane, like she really needs to do her shopping right now. She's in labor. And I'm like, oh, this is okay. It's been going on for a week. (laughs) So not only did Sean decide to ruin my anniversary, which is April 15th, he decided to ruin like my whole week and make me think of him every day for a whole week. hey oh. So then finally, the doctor says, all right, we can't keep doing this. Your water's leaking. He's got to be born within 24 hours. Now, I'm supposed to go to the doctor's just for a checkup. Now, I leave the office. Now, I'm having my baby on my own, by myself. I have nobody there. The doctor comes in, goes, "Um, I'm going to break your water, and it should be a little bit of time, you know, before he'll be born. Oh, no, not Sean. Sean wanted to hurry up and get into this world, I'll tell you. He, the, the doctor broke my water. Here comes Sean. The doctor couldn't even get off the bed. He's like, I got to stay on the bed and hold him in till we get in the, the, to the sanitary room because he's coming in. He wants to get into this world. <laughs> this kid was so excited to come to this world, he couldn't wait to come out. He just, he was coming in and putting his mark on this world when now, he felt like it. And now look at me. I'm out here killing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, question, uh, when you first got pregnant with Scott, how did you tell your mother? Did you not told her, or you told her, like, a few months later, you told her when you were pregnant? Or how how did that happen? Because you know the 80s were that time you didn't want really to tell your mom you were pregnant. Honestly, though, and Drew, in my house, I was raised that my mom and dad, and I raised my sons the same way, you can ask Sean, 
Um, I raised my, my mom and dad raised us that whatever we were going through, we could come to them and we could talk to them about it because they'd rather know and help us through it than us try to hide it from them. So I was a little nervous, but I said, uh, and you have to understand me and Scott, my husband, which was the father of my children also, we had already talked about getting married when I found out I was pregnant with my son, Scotty, which is my oldest son. So when I, when I told my parents that I was pregnant, actually Scott was with me too because he said, well, you know, I should be there to support you, and he was. And my he goes, but I'm planning on marrying her anyways, and my dad's like, you don't have to marry her. He goes, in fact, I wish he wouldn't marry her. <laughs> 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 and... Um, I'll tell you the funny story behind that is because my husband is Lebanese and well, really he is. Yes. He's really a Lebanese. He's Lebanese a thousand times. He's Lebanese and English. And not that my father has anything against, you know, any other nationalities, but he was like, are you kidding me? I won't use the words he said, but he, he's like, are you killing me? I mean, it has to do with camels. That's all I'm going to say, because I don't want you to think it was the other word. It was about camels. And he's like, are you kidding me? I'm like, I love him. He goes, you're crazy. <laughs> and my dad admits now that he was very wrong. My husband has made me very happy, and we've been... Very in love for a very long time. In fact, this year it'll be 34 years. Jesus. Oh, yeah. Right? Because you're 30. You're going to be 31. 31. Yep. yep. 34 years. It'll be this this April 15th. It was 34 years. Oh, yeah. Well, Cheetah, I guess me and Scott are bastard childs. But we know, not bastard child. No, all. my son was not a bastard child because before he was born, I was married. They were getting married. They tied the knot when he was in her belly. I was married. My son was at my wedding. So, I, technically. <laughs> but um, I'm I'm not really for sure about my uh, mom giving me birth. I know she was like 17 because she had to drop out of school. Because back then, of course, you know, the 80s, you can't really. Uh, she had to drop out of school because of me. But, uh, now, but now she's a traveling nurse. I bet the night your parents conceived you consisted of cigarettes. Beers and the back of a Trans Am. So I could feel like that's what your dad would be in that situation. Just strong, luxurious mullet. No, no, fro. He probably had a fro. He probably had a fro. Oh, he had a fro. I he could just see it. I could just see it. Uh, he definitely had it a was, fro. It was, it was funny on the day wait till, one. You, wait till I show you the picture of your cousin, your um, uncle Pat with his mushroom fro. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Um, the day when I was born, because you know how like. Because she wasn't technically married with him yet. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm not a bastard child. No, your father's name was on the birth certificate. No, he's just like, he's just like he goes into the office. I, I, I got a picture. He puts father. He, he writes father. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, Harry, father. Well, there's a funny story about my son, Scotty. Um, his cousin, Josh, was born... And this is no joke. This is so dead serious. And Sean can attest to this. He knows the story. He's heard it from his I grandparents. Heard, I heard the story, too. Um, me and my sister-in-law were both pregnant at the same time. 
she was supposed to be, I was supposed to be due before her. <laughs> but unlike Sean, my son Scotty didn't want to come here. He didn't want to get come into this world. So he was two weeks late, and they induced my labor. And it's funny because my mother-in-law kept saying, no, it would just be nice if you could just both do this at once and get it over with. So I don't have to be at the hospital <laughs> twice. Well, she got her wish, and my sister-in-law went into labor in the middle of the night. Then I went into labor. I went into the hospital to be induced into labor. Her son was born at twelve twenty-five a.m. and my son—I mean, twelve twenty-five p.m.—and my son was born at exactly six twenty-five p.m. So they were born on the same day, six hours apart. And they had to keep them on different sides of the nursery because they both had the same last name. <laughs> so. Great. It's uh, crazy things that happen, you know, sometimes being a mother. <laughs> and um, I got another interesting one about my sister. Uh, my mom didn't know she was pregnant. Found out at 6 o'clock, because I remember the story, because I graduated from high school. She's like, oh, I can't, I can't go to school. I go, I walk by her and say, they're going to expel your dumb ass. <laughs> no, because because she's, she was keep on skipping school. I didn't know the contraption thing, because... I I wasn't informed, and no one really technically was informed. Like she was like, you mean contractions? Yeah, contraction, contraction. You said contraptions. <laughs> I know. I was like, what's he talking about? Contractions. You know, um, like like um, six o'clock when my mom comes home, she told my told my mom she she got to go to the emergency room. Nine o'clock, my niece was born. As soon as the, as soon as my niece was born, because I watched uh, Ice Age. Remember that Dodo scene where, uh, the, where the Dodo did this to the uh, main characters? I did. I I, I literally pointed at her and did this, like cutting your throat. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I was like, I was like I'm thinking, I was like, you're a dead motherfucker. <laughs> but you know, when Andrew was talking about his mother being 17, I was actually 19 and out of school when I got pregnant with my son. So, hey, man. But I wouldn't have changed anything for the world. I would not give up either one of my boys. And actually, Sean, we tried very hard to have Sean. You know it, baby. They knew I was destined for greatness. <laughs> Scotty came easy. Sean was was difficult. I didn't know if we'd ever have. And Sean's pregnancy was very difficult. I didn't even know if I was going to carry him full term. Oh, so I was telling you about how he was supposed to be so tiny and everything. This kid was 5 pounds, 10 ounces, 22 inches long. <laughs> if I would have carried him full term, he probably would have been 10 pounds. Nothing but legs, baby. Now, let me tell you what my other son was. 6 pounds, 4 ounces, and he was two weeks late. Would that have worked for me, carrying him full term? I don't think so. No. <laughs> well, so I'm kind of glad he was really excited to get into this world. The adventures of motherhood. Exactly, the adventures Spoken of from motherhood. A great mother herself. Aw, thank but you, Sean. Before we get out of here, Drew, real quick, can you mock up a real quick list? Oh yeah, yeah. Of yeah. bad TV moms and good TV moms, because I got a couple right here I want to rattle off real quick before we get out of here. All right, um, let me just let me just you you go All first. Right, you go. I'm gonna go ahead first. The top of my best TV moms. Wait, wait, how many, are we going top five or top three? Uh, I got four for each. All right. Four for good and four for bad. My first best TV mom. This one was a given because I loved the show growing up, still love the show to this day. And if I had to, like, gun to my head, I had to compare my mom to a TV mom, this would by far be the one I would compare her to. I got to give it up 
to Amy Matthews from Boy Meets World. Amy Matthews was the greatest, man. Amy Matthews she was the was best. You know, she uh, not only did she, well, she supported her kids in everything they did, but she was also the kind of mom that would tell them, like, hey, man, that's probably a stupid idea. You know, like when Topango and Corey were like, hey, we're in love. We're going to run away and get married together. She was like, hmm, probably not. And, you know. Yeah, I would have said that. She had a son, like Eric, you know, who I am like an Eric. Very, you know, very out there. Amy was, you know, always very accepting and loving of her children. She was, uh, you know, one of my favorite TV moms by far. But uh, then, next on my best TV moms list, gotta give it up to OG herself, Kitty Foreman. From that 70s show. Oh <laughs> and OG herself in her own right. Yeah, she's a good mom. She was fun. Kitty Foreman kind of reminds me of my grandmother because Red Foreman reminds me so much of my grandfather. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's Red true. Foreman's literally my grandfather. That's what it was like. That's what it's been like growing up with him as a grandfather. Are you talking, like, uh, Red Foreman. You talking Grandpa Fowler or Grandpa Donahue? Grandpa Donahue. Grandpa Fowler is the sweetest man in the world. <laughs> I never, I, like, be honest, I never really met you, your grandparents on your oh, dad's He was side. the greatest. Bro, come on, dude. <laughs> Is a ghost. <laughs> Come on, man. And then another uh, best TV mom I got to get up for. My mom actually knows this one because I believe she'd watched the show at one point. I got to give it to Rebecca Pearson from This Is Us. Great mom. You know, not only does she have two twins herself, but then she accepts a foster child into her house and raises her as her own. That's yeah. a mother right there, man. I, I, I want to add to your list because this is something we used to watch because I forced you to watch it and then you ended up liking watching it. Is the mother from the Parenthood. Parenthood was, was a fantastic show. I forgot about that. And that, that mother was a fantastic, was a fantastic mother. That, is a, that was a great show. But from my age and era, one of, there's only one fantastic mother in my age and era. That was Mrs. Cleaver. <laughs> not a bad mother either, I mean. Even in the reboots of Leave it to Beaver, Mrs. Cleaver was always a great mom. Yeah. That was one thing they always kept. But that brings me to a good point, actually, because the grandparents from Parenthood always kind of remind me of Grandma and Grandpa Fowl. Yes. Yeah, very yes. sweet, very, you know, very, yes. Yes. you know, always, uh, you know, would be there to get into the trouble with us, but, you know, always very nice. Yeah. That's always what it reminded me, like. I think Grandpa was Red Foreman. He used to call us dumbasses. Still, <laughs> 31 years old, still calls me a dumbass. Yo, he still calls me out on my bullshit every single yo, day. Yo, your grandfather still calls me a dumbass and an ugly mother. He's he, like, he keeps me humble. He still calls me out on my shit. So, <laughs> you know, got to give it up to him. Uh, now, on to my worst TV moms list real quick. I'm not going to go too di- in-depth with these. Because if you know these ladies, then you don't need an explanation of why they're shitty. They just are. But first, this list definitely, if there's an order, this lady's definitely at the top. I gotta give it to Cersei Lannister from Game of Thrones. Probably one of the worst moms in TV history. Oh, yeah. She was a terrible person. Yes. Terrible mom. Yes. Not only was she sleeping with her brother, she had a kid with her brother. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but she was just a, she was such a shitty person. She didn't care about her kids. It was it was obvious. She only cared about power for herself. So you know what? Fuck you, Cersei. <laughs> Great actress. But fuck you, Cersei. And then, uh, right below her, 
Gemma Teller from Sons of Anarchy. She was terrible. Oh, fuck. Let her son join a, a biker gang. Literally, his her husband dies in a mysterious way. She starts. She gets married to his best friend and starts dating him. What the hell, Gemma? <laughs> Shitty parent. This one, I'm not going to go too in-depth because I don't think... The character, the way it was written, I don't think that it's completely her fault of why she was a bad mother. I think she just made a lot of bad decisions that led to her being a bad mother. But uh, next on my list is Monica Gallagher from Shameless. Terrible person. Oh, my you know, God. Yeah, that... Made a lot of shitty decisions, left her kids, Never was never around. Uh, only came back when it was convenient for her when she wanted money. She was literally, her and Frank Gallagher were literally made for each other. Because they're pretty much the exact same person. And then, this one is an honorable mention, just for Drew. Because I knew he was going to like hearing this one on my list. Gotta give it to Leanne Cartman from South Park. <laughs> yeah, she was that, that was an honorable mention, she, just she for was, Drew. She was horrible. She, she was, was a terrible. She literally slept with pretty much the entire town. Yeah, remember that whole episode? Was like, who, yeah, where they were trying to find out who his father is. But actually, who's the mother? It's actually him. It's actually her. Because she's a hermaphrodite. Good times. Yeah, um, my uh, top, my couple, my favorite top moms is uh Sophie from Golden Girls. She 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 comes back with it's funny fact about it. She was the youngest one out of that whole group. Golden Girls is a fantastic show. Uh, the show didn't get enough love. Yeah. Uh, the Good Times. Oh my God, she was the best mother. I loved her. <laughs> she was she was awesome. That's a great. <clears throat> Oh, you're off to some pretty some pretty solid starts here. Yeah, Andrew. These are some good Jeez. ones. Um of course, uh Doreen Roberts that passed away. Everybody loves Raymond. Oh, everybody uh, loves Raymond. Seinfeld's ma. Yeah. My man. It's over here just killing it, dude. This list yeah, is insane. this is good. These are good. Um you got if if we're gonna talk about shows that your ma watch, happy days. <laughs> oh, Mrs. Cunningham? Oh, my God. Every, Mrs. Cunningham. Everybody loved Mrs. Cunningham. <clears throat> Damn. How yeah. could you not? It's a solid Damn, list. Damn, Drew, them are some good That's ones. That's a solid list right there. <laughs> Hit me with some worse ones. I'm excited to see what you got. Um, yeah. Then um, I think I'm going to uh, wrap the uh, favorite one to uh, All in the Family. Uh, the, the lady that is playing on the piano. Oh, I think I know who you're talking about. I can't. Edie, is it an Edie, is it? Edie Bunker? Probably. I'm just something like that. Yeah. Edith, Edith, Edith. Yeah, I think it's Edie. But yeah, then um like our then honorable mention, because I watched growing up. Fresh Prince Bel Air. And Viv. And Viv. I kissing her a mom. One and two. Because you know there's they switched Aunt Viv out after a little bit. Yeah, after the second season. I was a little upset about the that. The character itself of Aunt Viv was was pretty great. She was oh, yeah. pretty awesome. All right. For sure. My my least favorite. All right, let's hear it. Peggy Hill. <laughs> what a, what an out of the box choice, Joe. I like, I like Um Peggy Hill, uh Archer's mom. Mallory. Oh. Mallory. She is she, no, pretty, she, she, she was, is a pretty terrible mom. I didn't think her. Um it's it's funny, the a- actress that played her also played the mother in Arrested Development. That's gonna be that that actress that played the mom in there and uh, oh come on bro, what are you doing, dude? Just leave it alone. Don't touch it ever again. 
<laughs> yeah, um, I might have to go with, uh, Peg Bundy. <laughs> oh, man. Come on. That's a good one. No, cause, cause, well, you know, Peg Bundy kind of didn't really do anything. It's like, yeah. it's like, hey, I want sex. It's like, oh. Yeah. oh, oh. But, but the fact that she just let her daughter pretty much, like, yeah. whore around. <laughs> What's funny is that uh, Peg Bundy is also the lady who plays Gemma Teller on Sons of Anarchy. But there's yes, a crazy. So is. she's just a terrible mother in any role pretty much <laughs> but um yeah there's a th- there's a crazy deer on it but no don't start <laughs> this again please um i'm going another another cartoon way uh linda bercher linda belcher oh, linda belcher linda's all right she, she's not all right, terrible but she, she's all right but she's still i don't like she should be on the same list as like Peg Bundy. <laughs> or uh, Peg, Peggy Hill. Or Peggy Hill. I mean, Linda's not terrible. She's all right. She, she's just a, just a, no offense, she's annoying. Yeah. <laughs> she is an annoying mom, that's for sure. Um, yeah. Oh, we got the same show, Mom. I got, uh, just got to look up again. Oh I'm going to have to go with uh, Marge Simpson. Mar- Marge Simpson, not all the way, but. I, just, I think Marge Simpson's a bad mom in, like, the aspect of, like, why haven't you just left Homer by now? Like, we all know he's a, he's a <laughs> shitty dude. Yeah, you know why. Like, he's a terrible dad. Why haven't you just left But you know, you know why she's still... You literally choked your son. Come on. <laughs> You're a terrible mom for sticking around. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty terrible. If, if my husband, as much as I loved him, if he put his hands on my kids... And anger, you know, I mean, if it'd be dis- different if he's disciplining them, but in anger and like choked him, yeah, it'd have to be over. If my dad put my hands on me, put hands on me in an angry way, I'd probably get scared and poop myself <laughs> or pee yourself. <laughs> Listen, since this is a safe space, I gotta tell you one time, dad threw a ham steak on the ground and he said, Eat it, fatty. <laughs> he did not stop. I know, it. I'm just kidding. I love that guy. I can't oh, wait to do the same or, thing or, for him. The most- Honorable mention, of course, you did the honorable one. I got one. Lois Griffin. Oh, yeah. yeah she's pretty terrible. But she's, she was she was good. She's good, but then again. She was good in, like, earlier seasons now. They, like, have just made her basically a female Peter. Now she's kind of a piece of shit, too. Her voicing. Hey, Tina. <laughs> you said that pretty good, Drew. She is pretty annoyed. Drew, now just because you did Lois, hit him with the Peter laugh. <laughs> yeah, um, I was watching the um, the newest episode of Family Guy. Yeah, she was like being innocent, but she was technically she brought this girl in. Oh, it was stupid. It was a good episode, but it was kind of stupid. Well, I just want to say before um, these guys sign off because I think that's what they're getting ready to do now. Because from listening to their podcast, I kind of know the flow. <laughs> so. And yes, I do listen to their podcasts. I don't just say I listen. I do listen. Damn right. I listen to them all. And I I will tell Sean if I don't think it was, you know, if I didn't like it. And when I do like it, I really tell them that I loved it or whatever. But I just want to thank these guys for letting me come in and talking about Mother's Day. Because Mother's Day has been a very hard day. For me, for lots of years, and this year, I always used to get through Mother's Day, even though it was hard for me, because I had my mom. 
and I would lean on my mom, and she'd be there. She'd be my rock and help me through it. But this year, I didn't have her to hug me. I didn't have her to tell me it's going to be okay. We got this. We'll do this together. So I really want to thank my boys for stepping up and taking over because their father wasn't here either. He's away for work. So I was really dreading Mother's Day this year. But thanks to my family and my boys, um, I had a really great Mother's Day. And I want to wish my two um, moms in heaven, Sally Jacobs, a happy Mother's Day, Heavenly Mother's Day, and the greatest, most wonderful person and mother to anybody who knew her, my mom, Mary Donahue. Well, Mama, thank you for coming on. I, was, I can't even tell you how hyped I got when you told me you wanted to come on finally. You know? Now we gotta. Now that you've done it and you've seen that it's not too bad, you gotta convince Dad to come on an episode. Yeah, like I didn't realize I how come how far how fast the time went. I need him to the come time on an episode. Went, like way way fast. It goes a lot faster than you think it does. Yeah, it really does. Know. It's usually funny because it's like the first fifteen twenty minutes. The that's first what fifteen twenty minutes like drag on. Then after that, it just flies right by. But now what? you gotta convince Dad to come on an episode. Yeah, he's got that guy's Maybe. got. A maybe, brain full of knowledge. Maybe we, we can get him to come on and do like a, I don't know, some kind of me and him thing, kind of back and forth thing or something. Yeah. I mean, then we, maybe he'll come we on. Could <laughs> we could probably have you both we'll on. We'll have to try now. to figure out what we can. Yeah, we'll get you on. But, you know. Who knows? I'm uh, I'm excited you decided to come on, you know. This is uh, just filling another spot on our chessboard of guests Family. that oh. we've wanted on. So, you know, we're getting close to. I was, I was kind of glad we did the uh, we completed the cousin trifecta. Yeah, we did. We're we're set now. I like cousin, we didn't get that I'm close to his Camden, but you know he doesn't hey, like me. So no, no, he talked about Fortnite and yeah. Fortnite and I don't want to come on just talk about Fortnite. So, but before we do our little sign off, you know, I just want to hit you guys with another little little quote from my. Favorite president of all time. The one, the only, pop in the back of the head of the theater, Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> I, who knew, once, I knew when I seen that quote, I'm like, Sean is going to pick this quote. And then when I seen who wrote it, I said, Sean is definitely going to pick this quote. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, I, the quote itself, I knew you were going to pick it. But then when I seen who it was by, I'm like, there's no question he's picking that quote. Yep. So, you know, before we do the official sign off and get out of here for the night, go get Fatty some food because he already ate his Shavetta's dinner, of course, because <laughs> he's a dummy. But I just want to leave you guys with this real quick. Yeah, uh, passed out. I want to leave you guys with this. All that I am or hope to be. I owe to my mother. So one last time before we head out, Mom, thank you for being here. I love you. Thank you for coming on the pod. Thank you for always being our number one fan. We couldn't do this without you. And, uh, you know, you're now officially part of the loser gang. You're officially a loser. Congratulations. <laughs> I think, I think um, I don't know, this would be the second mention because we, we already mentioned John Fiden as our loser of the month. 
Your mother is a lifetime yeah. loser of the months. She's <laughs> yeah. loser every month forever. I'm, I'm psyched. I'm a loser of the month forever. Woohoo! She's got a lifetime pass. I love it, and I, I really do think want to thank you, Sean, for saying such nice things about me, and you know. But like I said, I can't take all the credit. I was raised by a great mother, and that's why I'm the mother I am. And I was never really a cheerleader. I didn't like cheerleaders, but I was always that rowdy fan in the stands cheering on, but I wasn't a cheerleader. I, oh. cheated, I could see your mom beating up the cheerleaders. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, it may have happened we, a time uh, or two. But uh, real quick, I don't want to drag it out too much, but real quick, uh, you know, if... You're uh, in a situation where you still have your grandmother around, you know. I know people say this a lot, but, like, make sure next time you give them a hug, hug them a little tighter, man. Just for me, you know. Because that was one of the things that bothered me the most when I lost my grandmother is that, you know, I didn't get one of them last good grandma hugs. Man, those grandma hugs hit Those grandma hugs hit hard, man. Yeah. But uh, the good thing about my grandma... And, you know, now with my grandfather still being here, you know, his, uh, I said this during her funeral, uh, and I'll say it again here, you know, if it wasn't for the life that her and my grandfather built, none of us would be here right now. So, I mean, I owe everything that I am in this lifetime now to my mom, but, you know, and I owe, else, And I owe everything I am in this lifetime to my parents so, you and know, my mom. We, uh, we couldn't be here without our grandparents, man, so, you know. Make sure you love those people extra hard because they deserve it. And send your mom a gift, just a little gift, nothing that costs anything, and see how excited she gets. Yeah, true. And then you can thank me. <laughs> I'll, I'll fucking put you on Elmer Chef. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Like I said, I don't want to drag it out too long, so we're going to get on out of here now. I'm sure my mom wants to get home. See your dog goes. All right, John. But, uh,. You know, I'm going to pass it on over to Chop, and this is Cheetah signing off. Thanks for riding along, losers. This is Chop signing out.